You're listening to This Is How We See It with Eric Lee, Ronnie V, Tanay, and Ms. C. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee, and in the studio with me is Ronnie V. What's up, what's up, y'all? Miss C. Hey. And Shelby. Hello. I don't know why I'm... I mean, you I came in so dramatic. I don't know why I'm acting like that. I'm so dramatic. Well, first, let me start the show off by giving a shout out to two new listeners who reached out to me and said, love your show. We we uh, we just, we love the camaraderie between the hosts. So I want to <laughs> shout out, I want to shout out Darcel Daly and Brittany Harris. So we love you guys for listening. Uh, Look, tell your friends. Tell your friends to listen to us. We are on iTunes. You you can subscribe on iTunes. And we are on Spotify. And if you want to email us, just to let us know, if you have any questions that you want our opinions on, (laughs) even though I am the smartest one on the show, uh, please, you can send those to this is how we see it at gmail.com. So, Darcel Daly and Brittany Harris, thank you so much uh, for listening. Um, so, Shelby, have you been watching Greenleaf? Yes, whatever. What is wrong with uh, the sister? Uh, what's one? her name? The Charity. What I is wrong know. with Charity? She's just lost it ever since the baby and ever since. The ever since relationship, her husband, ever since her husband yeah. got involved with him, he he's what a man, right? Yes, yes. But yes. here's the thing, you, I mean, you want to preach so bad that she's going against that her own family. You are spying on your family and telling a total stranger secrets about your sister mm-hmm. because he wants your sister out of the church so he can be the preacher. The pastor, the mm-hmm. lead pastor. Is that what he's doing? Yes. yes. I thought he was working with the Ritter guy. With the what's his name? Yes, that's the that's the head guy. Yeah. But he wants to be the head pastor at Calvary. So he wants Grace out. That's why he's asking mm-hmm. Charity to find me some dirt on her. Because if if he goes back and tell Bob, <laughs> um, Bob will kick her out, and then I can become head pastor. Okay, so then what does she get out of it, Charity? Oh, she wants to preach, so she she wants to be an associate pastor. Which I don't see, think he's going to do. Right, because right now, Bob uh, doesn't think that she should preach, that she has the calling to preach. Mm-hmm. But she wants to preach so bad. I mean, she is telling this man Everything. secrets on her family. Mm-hmm. See, um, Bob is the head of this, uh, they're called Harmony and Hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they came in and took the church over from the Greenleaf family. Mm-hmm. And the Greenleaf family, try, you know, there were a lot of things that were happening, you know, the they found out that the uh, the brother was messing with the yes, and then the, the father who was the head pastor found out that he burned his other church down uh, for mm-hmm. the insurance money. So <laughs> all of the, so all of this scandal was happening, and so they came in and they kicked him out, him and the wife. Yeah. Um, but he knew that if he threw out all the green leaves, that the people would leave. Right. So he kept because he, it is their church. Yes. So he kept. Uh, what they call it, right. Gigi. What's the name? Mm-hmm. I forgot. Oh Lord! Uh, Which one is Gigi? The tall, light-skinned one. The the star. One just of the had show. the baby. I mean, the just no, the about, yeah, about the twenty-one yeah, year. Yeah, oh, um, that boy, twenty-five. Huh? 
Anyway, Gigi, mm-hmm, and we're going to call yeah. her Gigi because I can't think of a name right now. But um, he said, let's keep her. But this guy wants her out. So he's he has he has promised Charity, the sister, if you get me dirt on Gigi and I can get her out of the church, I'll make you assistant uh, pastor. Which is a lie. Yeah, I don't think sure he's going to. I think he's using her, too. Yeah, he but the brother saw them kissing through mm-hmm. yeah. the, uh, the through door. the doors the yeah. because they fired him. Because, see, he wants all the green leaves gone. That's right. what he wants. Right. So, um, yeah, and then Gigi has a 25-year-old son yeah. that uh, she gave up for adoption. With Noah. Yes, Noah. Mm-hmm. Noah's family, Noah's wife kicked him out yeah. and is, is divorcing him. So over. where is he? We ain't seen him since, um, uh, what, two or three episodes? Yeah. So we don't know where. But he's moving back. To Memphis to um to uh yeah to see his son he said I know who that son remind me of Beavis and Butthead what's the one with the the <laughs> hair that his hair goes different directions uh, he is funny. Beavis like and Butthead yeah that's who the son remind me of a cartoon um, okay well he doesn't remind me of Beavis and Butthead <laughs> I don't think I would I would say that but anyway I mean it's just you know. And and the things that happen in churches, I mean, seriously, yeah. really. But, you know, I kind of want Oprah to stop that because it's yeah. almost like she's given a bad name. Because, you know, all churches are churches. not like that. Yeah. All churches are not like that. So, you know, stop. Maybe the that. one she went to. Was well, her dad go? a preacher? Yeah, no, he wasn't no preacher. Yes, he was. Oprah, please, whatever. So have y'all heard about the Wendy Williams and P. Diddy thing? What? So apparently, y'all remember when Wendy was beefing with all the hip-hop people when she had her radio show. Remember, she was calling out gays and, Mm -hmm. you know, who was it? It was uh, LL Cool J was on the DL. Uh, I think Ja Rule, she said, was on the DL. (laughs) Oh, yeah, she was um, outing people and Mm. saying that she was at parties and she would see things and come on the radio and and tell. And remember people, Whitney, her and Whitney, Whitney started to come and beat her up and all that stuff. (laughs) Well, apparently, (laughs) what I did... What, Whitney? Huh? That ain't your business. That ain't your business. Um, that was a funny, it funny sure interview. That I'll, was see funny. The right, right. I'll see you in the that street. I'll see you in the street, girl. Who said that, Whitney? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, but I probably cracked out of her mind. <laughs> but um, so I didn't know that she was beefing with P Diddy. Did y'all know that? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know because all these people you're saying, almost all of them have been on her show. Yeah, well, she, she was, was beefing with Fifty Cent. Yeah, too. she definitely that was well, a big beef right that. there. She's still yeah. beefing with Fifty mm-hmm. Cent, yeah. but she was beefing with Diddy back way back in the day. So, so she's writing this memoir mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and let me tell you what she says. She said that Diddy sent. Remember his group total? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She said that oh, Diddy sent his group total <laughs> to beat her up outside of her radio studio. Them little bit of short girls. I don't no, know how short they age. are. Short. Yes, they are. They my height. No. You know no. What I mean? One well, of them is like six no. feet. Well, here's what she said. Once upon a time, <laughs> there was a music mogul who sent his all-girl group to beat my ASS <laughs> in front of the, studio, stu- uh, the radio station. She said, I finished my shift, round up my headphones to see everyone lined up on the side of the window looking down on the sidewalk. So the people that were working there noticed something was going on down there. 
She said, and I'm going downstairs, and my new boyfriend at the time, who was Kevin, who she married, mm-hmm. um, she said, we go downstairs to see this girl group jump out of a gypsy cab to kick my butt. <laughs> Mm. And she said that it was P. Diddy who sent them to do it. What? Okay. Now, how she knew. I mean. Why I, would you send your artists? You can. I don't you know. You could have got anybody to come there. I don't know. But y'all, I'm going to tell y'all this. This is the first thing I thought. If P. Diddy is capable of sending somebody to beat Wendy up, mm-hmm. what about the um, notions that he had something to do with Tupac? I'm just saying. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that he did. Mm. But I'm saying. If it is true that he is capable of <laughs> sending these girls, and the writer was like, I guess they were part singers and part hit, hit people. <laughs> but, um, but ain't that some crazy stuff? Uh, I mean, to send uh, them, yeah. Well, see, it was the only group he had. He didn't have any. Uh, he didn't have another girl. He could pay somebody to come be. Well, up. that's the thing. Now, now, someone else said. Well, did they just, because, you know, sometimes when you tell your friend something, they don't like the other person either. Mm-hmm. You didn't really yeah. tell them to go beat them up. Right, right. But, you know, we're going to go, you know, <laughs> get her. She messing with, you know, with, with our friends. So it could be that. But Wendy says she knows for a fact that he sent Total <laughs> to beat her up. <laughs> I said, wow. Well, okay. Keisha, uh, let's get in touch with Omar Epps and talk to Keisha. That's Omar Epps' wife. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Well, I hope that she has grown up uh, and not, you know, doing stuff like that. Grown up still want to put beat down well, on people. that is true. That is true. Um, here is a weird story. A Louisiana truck stop turned into a real zoo when a woman chomped down on a camel's testicles while trying to retrieve her dog that had ran into the camel's den. The woman's husband was tossing treats to their dog near the camel's fence. Now, the camel's name is Casper, okay? And the dog, who is blind... Ran <laughs> under the enclosure. Well, how did they toss and stuff to him? How they go see it? I have no. I don't Something know. Ain't right. I don't know. <laughs> so the couple followed the dog into the camel's enclosure, but the woman didn't get very far before Casper took a seat on top of her, crushing her. This is the camel. You know, camels weigh a lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of weight. Yeah, especially their neck. Mm. Mm-hmm. So she said she bit down on his genitals to free herself. How'd she get him in her mouth? I, I guess he sat on her head. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you and know th- how big his But look, this is a true story because this was in uh, ABC. This is a true, mm. this is not one of those oh, fake, fake news. Fake news. No, I'm telling you, fake I got news. this off the ABC <laughs> site. So, um, an investigation revealed that the couple had provoked Casper before he sat on her. Okay? So, my first question is, number one, why is a camel at a truck stop? <laughs> you know some, what? Get I'm, some gas, pet a camel. I mean, I like, hear what? you say zoo, so I'm thinking about yeah. a zoo. It is a truck stop. But you mm. said that the dog went into the camel's the- enclosure, so they got a camel in an enclosure at the truck stop. What in the? I mean, how? Mm. I don't understand what you mean by. Would how. it be on a truck? What kind of in, what what 
kind of cage thing would be at a truck stop with a camera in it? Who said it was a cage thing? Maybe it's a fence, you know, just like a fence. Well, why was it at a truck stop? I, 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 I don't know. That's, that was, that's my question. How and if camera, the dog is blind, what they doing tossing food the and dog treats to us? said the dog is blind, and he ran <laughs> up under the camel's enclosure, and the they went after him. <laughs> and, and well, my friend's dog is blind and deaf. Well, how they know he deaf? How they know? Because they took him to the, the vet. Well, how did that know he deaf? Probably when you, like, with a grown person, if you put a little thing well, you know, you well, you know a grown person is deaf because she said, can you hear me? And they can't hear you. So you know a grown but, like, person is deaf. like, say they do a sound in the dog ear. Maybe the yeah. dog oh, ear will go yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the dog was blind and, and um blind and deaf. A deaf, blind dog. <laughs> well, um, it's, it's dogs that, that has cancer and stuff. No, let me tell you this funny story. Since you brought this up, Missy, let me tell you this story. I had a coworker. And he came to work like sad one day. And I said, what's what's the matter? And he said, my dog has cancer. And I bust out laughing. You're going to hell. Hold on. (laughs) Do y'all know I did not know that dogs can get the same disease as we did? all of them. I had no idea. I love that. And I bust out laughing. And he said, Eric, why are you laughing? And I said, you're kidding, right? He said, No. I said, are you serious that a dog has cancer? Yeah, and arthritis too. He said, too. yes. I said, I'm sorry. I did. I'm, I honestly <laughs> thought you were kidding. Yeah. I honestly yeah. thought yeah. that you were you were kidding. Me. Going to hell. The this thing. lady dog had arthritis, and, yeah. it, and he couldn't, you know, he walked like he was drunk and stuff. And she said mm, that he, like had, he had Parkinson's. Well, she said it was arthritis. Parkinson's is when they shave. That's what she said. He couldn't. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but, arthritis, but if you <laughs> have uh, if you have arthritis <laughs> in your I legs, know what you just did. yeah. But if you have arthritis <laughs> in your legs and stuff, it's real painful to walk and stuff. Yeah. So but she they said, don't shake like they got Parkinson's. Dog was walking like that. You don't know. Y'all do know. No, you don't. Well, I've seen them shake if they um have malnutrition. Well, yeah, oh, I, I've seen them shake stuff. or cold or scared or something mm-hmm. like that. They shake uh, when they do that. But, um, yeah, that was wow. a very bizarre story. Mm-hmm. And apparently this truck stop is known for having this camel. And people, so did when the they, camel get well, up when she bit yeah. into the gym? Yes, I guess the camel lifted up <laughs> off of her when she <laughs> bit down on his testicles. Can you imagine? What did mm. that taste like? Sausage. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I mean, mean, seriously. The size sausage. Tastes like sausage. The size of you know what camel testicles taste like? Because their testicles just like on a pig. How do you know that? What? That camel's testicles taste like sausage. <laughs> it's about camels. That's a camel. That camel's testicles taste like sausage. I'm because a little, of the, I'm a, Because what? I'm a little afraid. Mm-mm. What? To, to, for you to you answer that question. Why? Because I cook all the time and I might cook you some. Well, first probably, of all, they don't sell camel testicles anywhere. You don't anywhere. know. Yes, they, I do. They, they sell pig. pork brains. They sell well, pig. That's their pig. They sell everything on a pig. Man, that's true. Yeah. You can, you can eat pig from the rooter to the tooter. Yeah. Because <laughs> pig's testicles are called mountain oysters. That, that's and correct. they're very that expensive. Correct. That's correct. Uh, we got to take our first break. We will be right back in just a moment. You're listening to This Is How We See It. Cool it now. Cool it now. Watch out. Gonna 
We are back. Thanks for coming back with us. So this story, uh, I was going to talk about it last week, but we didn't get to it. Uh, it's about the Dallas police officer, Andrea Geiger. Now, y'all, have y'all mm-hmm. heard that story about her? And she is the uh, officer who shot and killed her black neighbor, Botham Sean, in his own home. Um, and she was found guilty of murder on Tuesday, last Tuesday. Okay. So this case just didn't sound right to me from the beginning. Mm-hmm. The whole thing baffled me from the start. And so this is what supposedly happened. She was returning home from work and thought she was going to her apartment, but she actually was at her neighbor's apartment, one floor beneath her. Okay. She says that uh, she thought the victim was an intruder in her apartment, so she shot and killed him. Okay, so bizarre thing number one. I mean, not even the same floor. How does that happen? Um, but of course, he was actually in his own apartment. He was watching TV and eating ice cream, minding his business when he was murdered. Okay, so the prosecution says that at the time she was distracted because she was sexting her former partner, who is a married man. Okay, so they were doing these little sexy texts, you know, back and forth with each other. Uh, You know, they never said what the texts were about. I didn't read it, but that's what she was doing. So the victim, Botham Sean, was 31 and he was an accountant. So we're not talking about some, you know, thief or some. Mm some crook, you know, uh, out on the street or anything. This man was in his apartment minding his was own business. Was he sitting in an apartment with his door unlocked? Uh, that's, that, you know, that's, you know, I, that's my question. How was she able to just walk into his apartment? I don't And then not even use it. keys. So how you think that's you at I'm your saying. place? Like, was the door open? I don't, I don't, I don't, well, I don't get it. She claimed it was propped, but it showed that you cannot prop those type of doors. So that was a lie altogether. I don't and then know. they used to be mess around? No, I didn't read anything about well, that. Well, the neighbor said he didn't hear anything. Well, I'm 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 let me finish the story. So now she only gets 10 years in prison for murder. 10 years y'all. Now, okay. Uh so people are saying that she could be out in 5 years for good behavior. Now, I realize that different states have different laws and and a conviction may warrant different sentences depending on your state because one state might not be, you know, their rule says if this happens, you get this amount or you can get this amount and another state might be different. Um, But an innocent man sitting in his apartment minding his own business is, is shot and killed because of the negligence of a police officer and she gets 10 years? Then they ask for more than that. The prosecution asked for 28 years. Exactly. So it wasn't that the prosecution wasn't trying to charge her. Right. So, so here's another bizarre thing. And this is, you know, how it gets even more bizarre. At the sentencing hearing, the guy's brother. Stupid brother. Asked the judge if he could hug the officer and told her that he forgave her. Now, to me, that's for show. He said he, he might, didn't even want her to go to jail. He might have, and, and I'm not saying don't forgive, because, you know, we all have to forgive, but all of that in court on the day she was found guilty. I thought he was going to do something to her when he 
um, Esther Hugger. I no. really thought because oh, wow. because yeah. he said I don't even want her to have a sentence. Mm. I understand something. Yeah. Then you see the judge come down off the bench and hugs the lady. Then when what? has that ever happened? She hugs Andrea Geiger. Just sentenced her. The jury just found her guilty of murder. And here comes the judge off the bench. Did they have a personal relationship? I, I don't I don't know. Is the judge the one that cut the sentence the judge down to is 10 a, years? That is the judge. I would do a retrial. That is the judge. And, and, and gives her a Bible. Gave mm-hmm. Andrea Geiger a Bible. Uh, it might have a saw in it. Hugged, mm, <laughs> hugged her and gave her a Bible. Okay, so now I just want to, now y'all know I don't think everything is racial. Everything isn't racially motivated. I don't believe that everything, every time an officer shoots a black person, it's racial, you know, but I do believe that we should call it out when it is. So here's some disparities. (laughs) Alvin Kennard stole $50 from a bakery and served 36 years in prison. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm just telling you the disparities mm-hmm. between now these are black these are these are black people mm-hmm. that do that did these crimes mm-hmm. thirty six years for fifty dollars mm-hmm. I don't know what state it is but again mm-hmm. how many people did he kill to get that fifty dollars he didn't kill anybody he just stole fifty dollars mm, okay Loretta Lamore stole a one hundred and fifty nine dollar jacket and got a life yeah. sentence in prison yeah. Nobody dead, nobody shot, stole 36 years for one, life sentence for the other one. Mm -hmm. A shocking new story by the American Civil Liberties Union has found that more than 3,200 people nationwide are serving life terms without parole for nine violent officials. Offenses, sorry. Life sentences for nonviolent offenses. 65% are black. Mm. 18% are white and 16% are Latino. The crimes that led to life sentences include stealing gas from a truck, Mm. shoplifting, possessing a crack pipe, facilitating a $10 sale of marijuana, and attempting to cash a stolen check, and these people are serving life sentences for these nonviolent offenses. And this woman, Andrew Geiger, shoots and murders an innocent man in his house, and she gets 10 years. So here is another twist. Joshua Brown, who was a key witness in the murder trial for the prosecution. Now, he was the next-door neighbor. He lived right across the hall from Botham Sean, okay? And, and he was gunned down in the same apartment complex on last Friday. Right after her sentencing. After her sentencing, after mm-hmm. he has done testified in court, he was gunned down. In his apartment. And killed. In the parking lot. Mm-hmm. In the parking lot. Mm-hmm. The medical examiner said he was shot in the mouth and chest at close range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now... That's something a, that's something. A, that's some P Diddy mess right that's, there. That's 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 a that's more than a coincidence yeah, to it me. Is. Mm-hmm. And you know who I believe it was? Well, hell, what? Uh, <laughs> 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 I believe it was the police woman's um, friends. I, 
that are on the force. I it. ain't saying. I ain't no. saying it, but something ain't right. Yeah. I say if it looked like a it duck and it quacked like a duck is a duck. Yes, unsolved. And I bet you they ain't rushing to solve it. Mm-hmm. It's unsolved. Hmm. Matthew Knowles was interviewed Wednesday on GMA last Wednesday, and he revealed that he was diagnosed with breast cancer. Yeah. Breast cancer in men is very rare, and they say it's because we don't have a lot of tissue in our breast. So that's why it's so rare for a man to get breast cancer. Less than 1% of all breast cancer cases develop in men, and only one in a thousand men will ever be diagnosed with breast cancer. Breast cancer in men is usually detected as a hard lump underneath the nipple and areola. Men carry a higher mortality than women do, primarily because awareness among men is less. See, people don't encourage men to get mammograms right. and stuff like that. That's some feminist stuff. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's, and, you know, a lot of men, especially black men, don't, don't believe in going to the hospital and going yeah. to the doctor right. unless they're on their deathbed. Um, and so that makes it less likely to assume a lump in the breast because, you know, we don't really give ourselves exams, which can cause a delay in seeking treatment. Mm-hmm. Just uh, just like for women, early detection is key. Yeah. Men with a genetic predisposition to breast cancer are also at a higher risk of getting prostate cancer. Mm. Now, I didn't know that. Mm. Uh, at a younger age than uh, usually is diagnosed. So men, I was there. I was pre- pressing my chest and breast. <laughs> I sure was, because I've never done that. Yeah. I've never thought to do that before until I read that article. Yeah. Until I saw Matthew Knowles talking about it, right? And I was pressing wow. in and and all of that stuff. I don't even and, know what you're looking for. Well, they said it's a hard lump, like under your nipple for men. That's that's where it's it's normally mm. at in men. So, fellas, you know, examine yourself, and if you feel something, go to the doctor. Um, and, and what really shocked me was that if, if a man has breast cancer, he is at a higher risk for prostate cancer. Mm. So I don't, I didn't know, you know, um, I didn't know that riddle me this y'all are ready. Shelby, <laughs> she, she had, cause she never gets the, the answer. So she, One time. here we go. I drape the heels in white. Say I, it. I drape the heels in white. I do not swallow, but I do bite. What am I? Rodney V, because you know she always looks through my uh, paper to see. I can't see, see. you got it covered. I know I got it covered this time. Again, I drape the heels in white. The heels, like a heel, in white. I do not swallow, but I do Snow, snow. No. It's it's something dealing with snow. Um. Because the um, snow cold weather does bite. It, I, it, frostbite. Frost. <laughs> Shelby, you got that it. Ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't right. You said snow. That ain't right. You can get frostbite from snow. That ain't right. No, you said snow. You said snow. <laughs> well, and okay, answer, well, how does, how does um, frostbite? By drape the heels because in, in the morning when in, you wake up, it's frost on frost on the grass. It's not snow; it's frost on the grass, on the heels, and then you can get frost bite. I do not swallow, but I do bite. I drape the heels in white. Make something else up. 
Make, make, these are not made up, by the way. These are up. these are actually riddles. Yeah, I should have got from, I, I from, should, from places. I should have got half credit for that because by me saying snow, this chick here did the frostbite thing. She got that idea from me saying snow. Miss C no, is angry. You lost. I'm very angry because <laughs> you're lost. You did not get it. It should you're be lost. snow. Let it go. It should be snow. Let it go, boo. What you say, baby? Let it go. <laughs> should I get half credit? No, you should not. And we'll snow be and, and we and we will be back in just a moment. Snow and frost is not the same. Thanks for coming back with us. So now it is throwback song of the week. Now I chose this because y'all never, ever choose. I think uh, Shelby, you chose a throwback song, but you didn't come the next week. So you didn't hear it being played. (laughs) I'm just saying. So I chose this song, 1996, No Diggity by Black Street. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what? I like the play. No diggity, no doubt. Mm. Play on, play at. Mm. Play on, play at. Mm. Yo, Trey, drop the verse. It's going down, face of Black Street. The homies got at me, collab creations. Bump like agony, no doubt. I put it down, never slouch. As long as my credit can vouch, a dog couldn't catch me. Tell me who could stop with Dre making moves, attracting honeys like a magnet. Giving them orgasms with my mellow accent. Still moving this flavor with the homies Black Street and Teddy, the original rough shakers. Shutting it down, good love. Baby got them open all over town. Strictly bitch, you don't play around Cover much grounds, got game by the town Getting paid is a forte Each and every day, true play away I can't get her out of my mind Wow. I think about the girl all the time wow, wow. East side to the west side Pushing fat rides, it's no surprise She got tricks in the stash Stacking up the cash fast when it comes to the gas By no means average It's on when she's got to have it Baby, you're a perfect 10 I wanna get in Can I get down so I can I like the way you work, kid No diggity I got to bag it up. Bag it up. I like the way you work it. No diggity. No diggity. I got to bag it up. Bag it up, girl. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. Bag it up. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. She's got class and style. She knowledge by the time. Baby, never act wild. Very low key on the profile. Feelings is a no Let me tell you how it goes Curves the word Spins the verb Lovers it curves So freak what you heard Rolling with the fatness You don't even know what the half is You've got to pay to play Just for shorty bang bang to look your way I like the way you work it Trump tight all day every day you're blowing my mind, maybe in time, baby, I can get you in my ride. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I got to bag it up. Bag it up. I like 
with the way you work it. No diggity. I thought the bag was up. I like the way you work it. No diggity. I thought the bag it up. I like the way you work it. No Class from New York City to Black Street. What you know about me? Now don't be off for the thing. Cartier wooded frame sported by my shorty. As for me, icy gleaming pinky diamond ring. We bees to buy this click up on this scene. Ain't you getting bored with these fake vagrants? How shows improves, no doubt. I've been thinking so. Please excuse if I come across rude. That's just me. And that's how a player's got to be. Stay kicking game with a capital G. Ask the people's on my block. I'm as real as can be. Word is born. Faking moves never been my thing. So, Teddy, pass the word to your nigga Chauncey. I'll be sending the call, let's say around 3 30. Queen Pen and Black. No know the song was called no diggity yeah what you I, thought it was i've been saying i don't know what i've been saying but it won't no diggity <laughs> that's probably for bag sure. it up Ain't no telling. <laughs> here here's the story now the state the north carolina state fair is uh happening next week actually uh, i think next mm-hmm. thursday the 17th yeah. is the north carolina state fair here in raleigh north carolina well a deadly outbreak of Legionnaire's disease has been linked to a hot tub display at the North Carolina Mountain State Fair. Findings show that those diagnosed with the disease were much more likely to report just having walked by the hot tub display. What? It's airborne. They walked mm. by it. And the, the uh, display was at the Davis Event Center during that fair. Um, and it's just, it's weird to me that anyway, Legionella bacteria were, were found in one water sample taken at the event center, according to the department, finding Legionella in uh, one water sample is an important piece of the puzzle, but it does not explain how so many people were exposed at the event. People that didn't even touch the, um, hot Mm. tubs. They just walked by. Is it a cure for? So here's the thing. To get Legionnaire's disease or they or Pontiac fever, you have to breathe in Legionella in small droplets like mist or vapors. Well, now it makes sense. Because that stuff, mist is yeah. airborne. So if you just walking by, if the if the hot tub is bubbling and you uh, walking by it and it's a mist, then you're breathing in Legionnaire's disease. So I gotta disease. wear a pair of masks mm. to go to the fair. Yes. Um mm. 
As of last week, there were 124 reported cases of the disease in people who had attended or worked at the fair, and two mm. people have died. Oh man! From Legionnaires' disease. So is it a cure for it? No fair. For well, me. I um I I don't know. I I don't know. I didn't do. I didn't. To be honest, I didn't. I'm just talking about this <laughs> this story yeah. right here. But it's bizarre though. And where That's was that? Good. This was at the North Carolina Mountain State Fair, so somewhere in the mountains, that they uh, had this hot tub display, and these people just walking by. This and is not the one that's get, coming here Thursday. Well, I, well, it, I tell you what, going. if y'all going, if they got hot tubs, <laughs> you better go another yeah, way. Yeah, they got hot tubs. Well, go another way. That's all I got to say. I don't know if I'm, I'm going, going to the fair this year. I'm not sure. Okay, speaking of the fair, so a group in North Carolina says they are fighting to allow everyone into the state fair, even registered sex offenders. Oh, no. The group, North Carolinians for Rational Sex Offense Laws, or NCRSOL, says that it is a waste of public safety resources to track sex offenders at the fair. Well, they said that they were. I thought it's something that happens at um, the entrance, the admission part. It It is. It is. is. But they don't want that to happen. They believe offenders who have already completed their criminal sentences are being harassed by the law. What criminal? Okay, you're still on a register. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. For life. Yes, you are. The group is asking the sheriff to reject the enforcement of the ban, but the Wake County Sheriff Office said, not doing it. I know, that's right. We are still uh, going to be doing this. Mm. The Sheriff Office says those on the registry are aware of where they can and can't be. Mm-hmm. Once you are on the sex offender registry, you can be on there anywhere from 30 years to life. Should As you to should. Life. So mm-hmm. should sex offenders who have served their time be able to go to the state fair? That's you my question to you You haven't served your time. Once you're registered as a sex offender, that should be for life. You can't go to a school event. You can't be within a certain feet within a school area. So the fair... Should I be agree. No different. I agree. Me too. I, I totally agree. I don't. I don't think that that. You know how many children mm, are exactly. at the state fair, and young exactly. people at the state fair. That's who the fair is more victims. That's who the fair is for. Exactly. The children, so why are you gonna go running around, <laughs> running mm. around, uh, just freely walking around with all these children going in and mean. out of the bathrooms yeah. and all of that stuff? That can't be happening. That's crazy. The girl, you know, they found the uh, the lady that kidnapped the girl at the playground. Oh, they did. They found her. She was arrested. Okay. Um, so for those of you who don't know, there was a, how old was three. she? Like three. three. Yeah. And um, I'm still trying to figure out who she was at the playground with. But with a bigger sister. So another Which was child. a child too. See, uh-huh. this is to see this. This this is what I tell mm-hmm. a lot of parents about. You know, having one child Watch another watching child. another child. Yeah. You know, I don't know how old the bigger sister was, but the little three year old is at the playground, and this mm-hmm. woman just comes up. Now they said that she came up. And she started talking to all the other women around at the uh, the playground. Yeah, the so what she was doing was scoping. To. She yeah. was scoping uh, out yeah. the uh, the scene. And then they said all of a sudden, they saw her walking off with the little girl. And this big sister said she saw this lady with her little sister. And then and, and what did she say? Mm. Obviously mm. nothing. She need her tail whooped too. <laughs> but really, but really. <laughs> But seriously, if you're going to see some woman you don't know walking yeah. off with your 
sister, mm-hmm. you're supposed to scream and say, something. you know, that stranger no danger, yes. stranger danger, yes. Yes. or something. Yeah. Mm, let me tell you, we was in, uh, me and my daughter was in Family Dollar yesterday, and um, so she had her little money that, you know, whatever snacks you want, you got your own money, you pay for it. So then she sent some ice cream she wanted. It was $4. It was good, good humor Oreo ice cream. Ain't worth she it. was she like, not Mama. paying that. She said, Mama, I really want this ice cream. I said, But I don't want to pay for it. I said, Well, exactly. you don't want it. <laughs> you know? exactly. so, so I'm walking off and she's following behind me. I'm like, Stranger Danger, Stranger Danger. <laughs> she was like, Really, Mama? I was like, Excuse me, Stranger Danger. <laughs> I don't know this kid behind me. And she was like, So embarrassed. She walked out of the store and left me in there. It was I so bet funny. She did. Uh, so, what would y'all do if you are sitting on a plane? And a passenger boards with a miniature horse. Mm. <laughs> How did it get up there? <laughs> the animal well, is a service animal yeah, belonging to <laughs> Aubrey Hensley, who has post-traumatic stress disorder. The mm. horse is named Flirty. <laughs> <laughs> so you all know that the flight attendants and the pilots had to take pictures with the horse. I mean, this miniature horse yeah. on a plane. Now, I got to tell you, I'm going to be pissed off yeah, you gotta smell that if I get ride. on a plane. I don't care if it's a, a service animal or what. if she was riding it. I don't care. I do not want to be on a plane. with the, What if that thing got spooked and started running yeah. and bucking mm-hmm. and all of that stuff? I would demand. <laughs> and all I it takes for one You turn. are giving my money back. I am not getting on a plane I with think, a horse. I think the passengers should be informed. That's what I think. That's what I time. think. Yeah. Something's going to happen. You're going to give me my money back. <laughs> I'm riding that horse you out of here. <laughs> and you are going to put me on another flight. You're going to do something. I am not on a plane with a horse. That's I don't care what nobody special say. name, Flirty. <laughs> Flirty. <laughs> so one person wrote on Twitter, this is no doubt incredibly stressful and distracting for the people on board, but it's also stressful for the horse. And you never really think about yeah. that. Think about you 500 feet in the air. Yeah. You know, uh, however many thousands of miles it goes in the air, a horse could have, you know, he could really freak out about that. And another person said, look, if you're too nervous to fly, take a train or Xanax. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's true. I, yes, yeah. it's true. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, that would, I'm, I, I, I'm telling y'all, I would could. Uh, and, what, and what if Flirty got to use the bathroom? That's what I'm saying. Did he have a little pail behind his butt or something? I mean, what did he got a Maybe he had on a pamper. He probably had on a pamper pull up. Now, I'm really cutting up if Flirty got a pamper on. <laughs> Coming up on the plane. He might have had a depend. <laughs> I am really cutting up. And you know, they look that. like they got on boots, furry boots. But mm, what yeah. determines a service? I, what happened to I the dog? Know. I don't I mean, know. I don't know. They See, anything now. Sometimes I think people. People go overboard with stuff. I really do. I I think mm. that you like what like why not a dog? Yeah. Why a yeah. horse? Well, why you know, it's, a horse? it's some lizards that are um um. But service how is a lizard to going to be at common to service for you. to you? What 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 animal was that? I told you that was in um the room next door to um, Ebony when she was in college. Um the the animal the guinea pig. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, guinea pigs. Okay, they look small. That she things. kept in her pocketbook. How's that a service animal? Ooh, I mean, I can see them, so, you know, soothing it, you know, rubbing it. You can get one of them furry it. things, um, <laughs> little furry balls and rub it. It feels just like a, a guinea pig. Massage ball. 
Look at Chef to massage Like she's used to to my massage ball. Yeah. Flirty. I'm sorry. And then you been and went to sleep. He done lit the side of your face. Yeah, eating your food that you paid for. And horses got big tones. Just I'm imagine sorry. him licking your whole side oh, of your Lord, face. Oh, Lord, I can't even. I can't even. We'll be back in a moment. Stay right with us. We are back. I am still hot about flirty. <laughs> Seriously, I am still in my feelings about flirty being on a plane, the miniature horse. I'm not having it. I'm sorry. I'm not having it. Okay. So here's the question. Okay. This is the question that I want everyone's opinion on. How do you get over a relationship? Now, again, I know this is going to be different for different people. Right. Everybody doesn't have their, you know, the same um, steps, steps, steps for, you know, this. So I want to ask that question. Um, now, I'll start off or who wants to I, I'll, I'll start off. So instead of looking at it as a loss, OK, I realized that the person was not the one for me. And that God has freed me up to find the right person for me. So I don't go around thinking, oh, my God, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I got dumped or I, you know, I, that's that's not how I think you should look at it. I think you should look at it really as like, OK, now I'm free. You obviously was not the right one for me. So now, I, now I'm free to find the right one. I then try to find the lesson in the relationship. What did I learn about me? Because I believe that after every relationship, you learn a little bit more about you, what you'll tolerate, what you won't tolerate, you know, and then I think you can take that into the next relationship, you know, from the get go. And when you see those signs happening, Mm -hmm. you can say, you know, no, I'm I'm not happy. Um, So that's me. Who's next? Who's next? (laughs) Well, with me, I've never been broken up with, but let me just, lies, let's just say, lies. never, never. It depends on the time we have invested, how I would handle certain things. Now, let's say my last relationship, eight years. I got over it by, first of all, you can't be mad with the person. Mm-hmm. Because being mad with the person, the things that you have allowed to take place, mm-hmm. you have to first find ownership in yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody always want to be mad. The whole family want right. to be mad. You can't be mad about something that you allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. So then once you get over that point. So when you say that, you mean like I saw these signs, but, yeah. I, but, I, but I ignored yeah. them. Mm-hmm. I continued to stay years after I knew it was nothing. Right. Okay. You know, and that was my situation. Right. I continued to stay. Oh, we got a child together. Let's make it work. But I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. So then when you get over that point, I think you need some me time. Mm-hmm. You know, some people say the best way to get, get over somebody is to get under somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're young, that, that, that happens. It does. It's it, fun. It, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when you're older, 
I think you have to reflect and you need some me time. The energy that you put out there into that relationship, put it into your kids, mm-hmm. put it into your work, mm-hmm. put it into something constructive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because sitting around wallowing in your pain and your pity, it'll make you angry at some point. And then, you know, y'all know me, Ronnie V, be ready to bash somebody upside the head. Mm-hmm. So use it constructively. Mm-hmm. Use your energy constru- constructively. Then, once you do that, <laughs> you need to find out what you want Mm -hmm. a lot of people want to be in relationships but don't know what they want from the relationship and then what do you what can you offer in the relationship it's not all about what somebody can bring to you because if it doesn't balance out it's not going to work right you've been reading a lot of books have to know what you want she didn't buy that kindle for nothing that's right Mm -hmm. because i be be, i'm telling you when i be reading my books and stuff i look for it be so like Real life, because I really like those uh, urban books. You know, and it be like real life stuff. It ain't just little fairy tale stuff. And I know what type of love I want. Mm-hmm. I, I want. I know the feeling I want from somebody. I want. I know the do's and don'ts. So I'm just not willing to be in no more at this point in my life. I'm yeah. 40, so I want to be happy and not just coexist in somebody's life just to mm-hmm. say I have someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. that's that's a good thing. That's those are some very valid points. Really is. Who's next? Who's next? Um, mine changed based off not having kids, having kids. Mm-hmm. So not having kids, I threw myself into my work. Um, I wasn't quick to jump into really another relationship because you regardless of what happened, you have to make sure you're over the last one. And that's a big mistake that into, people do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a big mistake. They jump into another, and, and all you do is just carry in all that mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. into, you know, into another relationship. Yeah, so they say don't itself. open up, don't open up another door you before you close that last one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then now, having kids, it's just like, for instance, what I'm going through now, going through a divorce, what have you, it's like, when I was married, okay, still give, married. giving that time to that person. Not meant to. Yeah. But giving that time to that person and to the kids. But it's like now I have so much going on with my kids and trying to make sure they graduate and everything like that. It's just like it's a relief for me because the kids are there. I'm not going to be bored. I'm not going to think about the relationship because now it's like I don't want to get into another relationship having to explain to you. I can't go out with you today. Mm-hmm. I can't call you today because I was doing this with my kids. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like explaining anymore. I've been doing that mm-hmm. for 19 years. So it's just like I'm not rushing to get back into another relationship. That's the last thing on my mind right now. So I say stay busy and make sure you stay busy because if you'll settle for anything, yes. like be happy within yourself. Be happy being alone. Right. Because if you're not happy being alone, someone coming to you, oh, you make me happy. I don't want to be with a person to say you make me That's happy. Right. So you weren't happy true. before I got with right. you. And it's not true. And they bring your so favorite candy bar at the right time. It's over. Favorite candy bar? <laughs> over. I mean, just the smallest it little thing. It doesn't take much yeah. for you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, the smallest little things. You be like, ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You ain't bring me no taste of those, did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what it's, uh, you said that Shelby, I also say, first of all, stop taking the calls. You right. cannot effectively get over somebody and you're talking to them every yeah. other day. That's, That's right. Together. And, and, together. and stop well, hanging but, around the extra people, not your family, but stop hanging around those people that you 
that you met this person with. Right. You know, like they are friends. friends. Right. They are friends. Right. I ain't mad with you, but I got to cut you off. Exactly. Because when I go to see you or go to see that friend or whatever, you might be there. And I ain't ready to look at you right mm-hmm. now because I got to get myself back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and stuff. So cut some of those friends off the places that y'all went together and stuff like that. You know, kind of stay back enough. from that until you can go look at the friends and and. And another thing, stop letting those friends or your so-called friend come to you and tell you stuff about this person that you were in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw him doing this. Or I saw him doing that. I don't care what It is none what of your doing. concern anymore. Stop doing that. Stop making this stuff fresh for me. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of... Uh, Distance yourself. Yeah, distance yourself from yeah. the relationship, people, and things that you all had together. Yeah. You know, toxic situations. Yeah. Toxic yeah. friends. Yeah. And I think a good thing, too, is it's okay to lean on your family. It is. You sure know, it is. You know, that's when you should. we should really come together and, you know, even if it's once a month, you know, get together and do things. You know what I'm saying? But to be that positive force and that positive impact. In your life. But but here's another thing to understand this. Nobody gets out of life unscathed. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. nobody exactly. This is but but here's what I will say about that. It nothing hurts like the first one. Mm-hmm. That first one will tear you yeah. down. And then every other one after that gets a little little better. It gets a little, you deal with it a little better. But Mm -hmm. that first one, you are going to hurt. It's going to, it's going to hurt. But each day gets better and better. And you know, I, I, I say this, a lot of people confuse or uh, yeah, I'm going to say confuse um, being in love. Yes. Love and in love is two different things. with rejection mm-hmm. a lot of times oh I, I love them so much and stuff like that yeah. but it ain't well, that it's the exactly. fact that he broke up with me exactly. he pulled away from me and it's more of rejection yes. Yeah. Yes. than anything you know that is true yeah. that that is mm-hmm. <laughs> because you didn't do it first that is yeah. so true yeah. we mix that stuff up Mm-hmm. And see, that's why I say, stop looking at it like I lost. Right. Stop looking at it like, yeah. oh my God, stop I got dumped. Yourself. Right, yeah. I lost. Yeah. Because sometimes it's not really what you did. Sometimes it breaks apart because it's not meant to be. Right. Mm-hmm. That person, and listen to this young people, you haven't even met your husband or wife yet. Oh, yeah. You 22, 23 years old, you have really not, most, most people, really have not met the person that yeah. you are going to marry yet yeah. yeah and you know what if you really really think about it most permanent breakups are not a surprise mm-hmm. you see those signs oh yeah. I you always know oh yeah you just choose to ignore. yeah you oh, know because yeah. you want it so bad yeah. mm-hmm. and then when you got to try so hard to make yes. something work yes you mm-hmm. already know it's not meant to be yes mm-hmm. yes and what kills me is when somebody said i didn't see it yeah you did you did you chose yeah, you did. not exactly. to realize it, exactly. but you, you you saw little steps you know all the way and then yeah the, and then the saying love hurts that's a lie love shouldn't hurt that's the no, truth it shouldn't. it shouldn't hurt love, love does not, what does the hurt. bible say love does not 
hurt. Right. Not true love doesn't hurt. Mm. Um, and here's another thing too. Stop jumping into relationships with right. people you just met. Mm. Yeah. Well, stop yeah. jumping into relationships just because you're lonely. I mean, yeah, seriously. You met somebody in May, June, y'all done moved in together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't even know Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Michael Myers. <laughs> exactly. Or Jason or, mm -hmm. or you know, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Stop yeah. jumping... You meet somebody, stop thinking about, oh my God, I wonder, are they, you know, yeah. are they the do, one? Do you want to be married? Do you want to stop asking yeah. all that stuff early? Get to know But the I suggest person. you go and to it, some cookouts and some family well, reunions. Oh, now, definitely, you, yes. yes. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> yes. But you know what? Another thing I've known um, people, young people to do, <clears throat> when they break up with somebody, the next person they get, kind of puts them in the mind oh. of that person they just broke up. Now, if it, if that person... It could be a type, though. Well, it might be a type, but if this here did not work, don't you know this next person I get that's reminding me of that person? That ain't going to work. Okay, but what do you mean by reminding you? Just the, the, the same characteristics. The, yeah, oh, features. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But features... It could be a type. Yeah. I can't look at nobody. I can't be with somebody that look like my ex. Oh. I, okay. I could stay. I mean. Okay. What if I wake up one day and bust you in your forehead? Because I'm thinking, yes, I got a problem. Okay. Can somebody so please help I wanna, me? Where did you get that you balance need, from? You know, we, we, hmm? we got to go. We're we running out of time. But help you me, need to talk to Dr. Drew. <laughs> help you me, really do Because something is not right with you with your you hands. Mean, Dr. Phil. And putting your paw. Dr. Drew, too. Putting your paws on folks. <laughs> Um, help, help me, y'all. Yeah, she needs some help. That is all the time we have for today. We thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. Toodles. Bye.